welcome tea birds and pink ladies it's time for summer loving right <laughs> that one just came to wow me. okay that was good okay summer loving right right you get it you get it it all it all gels eventually in this brain it takes like well, seven well, 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 well. <laughs> it's only Matt McConaughey <laughs> Welcome to Pop of Color Pod with Ruby and India, a podcast where we discuss underrated Bravo shows with inclusive casts. Today, we're going to do like a, we'll do like a little drama catch up because there's drama that we do like to talk about Mm -hmm. and then, or like updates. And then we'll talk a little Dubai because I was a little do sleep watching it. And then we'll talk about Girls Trip 2, which is just the gift that keeps on giving. Yes. I have a literally. friend who doesn't even watch Housewives and she was like, should I be watching this? And I was like, yes. I was like, you don't need context. They give you all the flashbacks. Absolutely no context because it's so good. It's so good. I like my notes for like, <laughs> it's like the whole like, episode. Ultimate Girls Trip is literally so long. And then for <laughs> Dubai, it's just disappointingly short. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, do you want to lead the charge on like the news, what the happening apps are? Okay. So what should we talk about first? Do we want to go like high to low? Well, I don't know if there's any highs or lows. I was like, I don't know if anybody's high. I feel like everybody's very bottom of the barrel. It's very like least drama to most drama, which I mean, hard to say. I would say let's start with like a kind of, there's like a little bit of Beverly Hills on screen and off screen. So yeah, starting with the off screen, I can't remember how it started. Oh, like people were basically saying that Rinna and Diana and all these people that are fighting with Garcelle are racist. Like there's like a racist undertone to their fights with her. And Rena was like, just because we're fighting with the black person doesn't mean we're racist. And then she was like, if you don't like it, go watch Dubai. And she like didn't really realize like the implication in that. Yeah, I didn't moment. really know what that like meant, like what she meant by that. Like she just meant like if you don't like my show, there's another one it. that's right yeah. after. Like I know that that's what she meant. Was just like if you don't like my show, go watch. There's another yeah. one in the next hour. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to watch Beverly Hills. Like I get what she was. You trying think that's to what say. she meant? Because I felt like I, she was meaning like, if you don't, if you're shocked about what happens on our show, like then you'd be even more shocked at what happens on Dubai. I no, think, okay. I think, I think it, it either was just like, there's other shows to watch, or if she was being insulting, it might be like, if you can't handle it, like Dubai is less exciting. Mm. So if it was an insult, it's that it's not exciting, but I really think that it's kind of like, she's not a thoughtful person. That's the thing about yeah. her. It's like, She's just so like, she is like a Brandy Glanville where she just like spews stuff out without thinking it through. Mm-hmm. Because like, even in these episodes, like when she was quoting Diana to Sutton, like she wasn't saying what Diana said, like she was picking random words to say. And yeah, so, which is weird. So she just talks out of her ass. And, you know, like, that's like her little catchphrase, you know, like my lips are talking and get me in trouble. And, you know, it's always about the fucking lips. And so it's just always something. And like, Lisa and Chanel were like basically running up on her and we're like hey do you want to fucking tell us that to our face and they're like coming through to her too and then she like eventually blamed it on grieving Lois which I've had enough I know we can't police how people grieve but that's what I'm gonna do right now like I don't care if Lois is a fucking hummingbird 
I don't care if that's why you were acting like an asshole. Like people do, but like, then just stay off your phone. Like, that's the thing is like, if you're going through something and you're a public figure, maybe just take a step back and go, is this something I should do? Like, should I get on my phone and say something out of my fucking asshole? You know what I mean? Right, right. And it's just kind of like a cop-out. Again, not judging people agree, but it feels like a cop-out. It doesn't feel genuine. Well, it just feels like, here, feel bad for me. You know, like sympathize with me. Like people can act this way because they're- Give me a break. Mm. It's like, give me a break. Like I have, I'm grieving, but it's like, no, you're just an asshole. Exactly. Being an asshole has nothing to do with you grieving. Sorry. Because it's not like this came out of nowhere. You're always this way. Exactly. Like she wasn't really doing anything outside of her normal character when her mother was alive. So don't, don't put it on Lois. Lois mm-hmm. is already turning in the grave with how much you talk about her. She's like, let me rest. That's what Lois would stop like. trying to make me every bird out here. Every exactly. Stop, stop calling my name whenever a bird is in your face. Like, please fucking stop. I, yeah. I wonder I how she feels her. when. Do it. Whatever you were going to say. <laughs> you can cut it later. You regret it. I wonder how she feels when she watches Looney Tunes and sees Tweety Bird. <laughs> well, I was going to say, Tweety Bird Lois? Like, well, I was like, do bird scooters count? <laughs> Is that Lois <laughs> laying on the side of the sidewalk? What about Chick fil A? Oh, no, those are dead birds. And Lois I didn't mean dead. that. Like, that just means a symbol. Like, she sees, she sees a bird and it's Lois everywhere. Let I mean, Lois rest. Yeah, I get I, I get it. I believe in signs. I do. We can't make that but... an episode title, but that would have been a good one. <laughs> we can't make it an episode title. This this account will get deleted and shadow banned if we did. Yeah, I you know, I believe in signs, I do. And I believe in I signs too. that your past loved believe, ones give you. Yes. But she's just ridiculous. Like and you don't have to say it. Ridiculous. Keep like if so I just I... mean she's a ridiculous person, and so anything she says is just ridiculous. Well, I think it's weird that she keeps identifying like nar- uh, narcissism and Sutton and stuff because I'm like, you're a narcissist. I don't think Sutton's a narcissist. A narcissist. No. I just think Sutton is dramatic. <laughs> I think I think Diana's first assessment of Sutton was accurate. Sutton is yeah. clumsy with her words, but Sutton deep down I think is a good person for sure. Um, and like, and then onto the on-screen drama, I have officially turned on Kyle for the first time in 12 years. Everybody. Everyone's so happy, I know. One of my friends couldn't even let me have that. He was like, I was never on her train to begin with. And I was like, you know what? I was just trying to be cooperative here and you had to ruin the moment. But- Thanks for making this about you, Sutton. It was just too much for me at the point where like she was shaking her and like, and I know she apologized immediately, but like you still, and I know she seemed like she was wasted, but like- to like just get in somebody's face when it comes to like miscarriages and anything with pregnancy like to me that's just something that's absolutely off limits at all times if yeah. you're a woman in a conversation is just like I bear like I have friends who are pregnant and I'm even scared to just ask them how it's going because if they don't talk about it like there's just so many things that can be challenging for that and it's such mm-hmm. a personal like tie like tying to your identity like biologically as well it impacts so many of your systems so it's just like it's so sensitive that like you know me I'm pretty offensive in every other discipline in the world but like don't fuck with people's babies you know what I mean yeah. and like that sense of their identity like it's just so weird and it's weird that like Diana was claiming that 
Sutton was saying like, oh, you had one, I had two. Like, that's not what she was doing. She was just trying, like, one she keeps you. trying to relate to her, but she doesn't say it the way Diana wants her to say it. And so she's like trying to tone, like police her tone. And so it's just like super stupid. Right, right. And, you know, I just think that Diana, no matter what Sutton said, wouldn't have liked it. Exactly. I do think that having miscarriages is something to like relate on. And even Diana said in the episode, she said that, but it didn't feel like it was genuine. It just felt like she was trying to one up me, like you just said. And it's like, no, you need to differentiate someone being genuine. And I don't, I don't know if that's a cultural barrier or something, but I don't think it's cultural. I think it's literally her personality. It's like, she's the type that when she's like, she doesn't like you. You made a great point that, and you said this on our Twitter account, that's pop of color pod. At At pop of color pod, follow us now for great (laughs) tweets. Yes. You made a great point about how Kyle, the rumors of Kyle befriending or what LVP said about Kyle befriending people that could be a potential customer or client of Mauricio's. Which fair makes sense, um, just as far as like business goes, and I get how real estate goes, but yeah, like not really, you know, like trying to. She was really nice to Sutton when Sutton was renting their house. Yeah, play the fence, like be in the middle, play both sides. Yeah, and then um, I also tweeted too, like it was weird to me that at the beginning of the season, like when they were doing their initial promo, Kyle said something like oh, you know, this might be my last season. Like, I don't know if I have another one in me. And I thought that was just so weird because she's such an anchor on the show. Yeah. And like, at the time I was just like, you know, I just love like her family and kind of like her as an individual. And then I'm like, she must've, you know, like you go through the whole season and you know what's going to go down. She probably was already like, no, you know, like they kind of just know too much at this point about like how things are going to come off. So they're already pre-planning their own damage control she's a Capricorn and so I'm like I'm like I'm wondering if she knew that there's like a chance that everything was going to go badly so now she's already like she's trying to say she's going to leave before she gets fired or put on pause as we as it were so that's another theory I have brewing too because the fact that she put that out there at the beginning of the season like I thought it was like going to be because of the Kathy drama but now I'm like it's probably all of this because she probably realized at the end that she had a line on the wrong side like siding with Erica being a drunk ass fuck you know that was terrible Erica like hitting on the sun like to the point like how does Erica not know because I don't believe that Erica doesn't watch the show like we see that Garcelle's son has like a woman that he's in a serious relationship with Mm -hmm. whom he shares a child like why are you trying to hit on him it's not even funny either because it's just creepy and then again like imagine if somebody were doing that about her son she would have a meltdown yeah so I mean, yeah, her, definitely double standards. Her double standards are beyond. And then cursing at the 14-year-old. It's just like who like just because you would talk again, if you talk to your kid like that, that's one thing, but you can't be talking to other people's kids like that. That that and I don't care if you're drunk, I don't care what state of mind you're in, you don't yeah. talk to my kid that way. Yeah, he just, just like, don't talk to the, the child, fuck? period. Yeah. And his word choice of feeling violated, I was like, whew. Yeah, Crystal was like, say that you feel violated. <laughs> just say that, just so that they get upset. Yeah, Crystal, I'm also like, Crystal, I'm kind of out on. I feel like, I don't care if the stories about her are true with like the 14 friends and whatnot. Like, that's not the part I care about. But like, when I look at her social, it's very like, she goes on trips just to say like, 
we did this thing like the humble brags of Facebook mm-hmm. kind of energy and it's just like just do stuff for yourself don't do it because you like want to say like and I went and did this thing that no one else has ever done before just so you could like pose in a picture yeah I think Dorit was right about Crystal being a little sheltered like she didn't really not sheltered isn't the right word yeah. but like she didn't really have a life outside of when she got married she got married mm-hmm. at 20 so yeah she did get married young I forgot about that too not really much life to live which you know tea just own but yeah I agree yeah that's like when I do like to read like as much as the quote fashions and stuff like drive me up the wall like she was her own person for a long time and like did her own thing she had plenty of money because like that one time she casually dropped in one of the episodes like and then we were at my parents second home in Florida I was like okay yeah she did say that I was like hmm like she's always been rich but I feel like she's at least like gone after her own experiences and like you know love yeah. is blind because she married pk so. an interesting choice and they like choice. they very much actually like each other interesting choices you know everyone make, makes choices life is about choices <laughs> <laughs> you sound like i don't i know you don't watch like old drag race but you sound like tatiana she just goes <laughs> choices <laughs> And he's telling myself, I'm going to just binge it one day. That day might be Saturday because I literally want to do nothing this weekend. I just want to chill. Well, starting tonight, as you know, has been wedding preparations for yep. one of my best friend's weddings. I got my nails done. They were kept they look, short, though. They look cute. This one's they like look very cute. They look very cute. So I was very excited. We did nails and sushi. And then tomorrow's all of the rehearsal. Um, I don't know that like my friend who's also in the bridal party knew like that they need to come to stuff. They were like, it's at four. And I was like, yeah, did you take off work? And they're like, no. I'm like, okay. What? <laughs> and then like, we have to be, you know, you have to be there early on the day of the wedding so that they can get everybody's makeup done and all that stuff. And so, yeah. You have a great us, time. Some of us are more prepared than others. That's all I'm going to say you're gonna do great you're gonna have a great time oh I'm excited I'm ready I took the day off tomorrow and then I am working on Monday but I'll be fine it's like I feel like weddings after 30 is like it's not as yeah it can be an accidental drunkenness but it's not like Saturday I can't recover yeah it's Saturday oh yeah so you have Sunday to recover yeah and I finally tried out my pool for the first time in 20 months of living here um, and it's actually quite nice. So that's going to become my little self-care ritual now. Oh, nice. Just getting like sun a couple hours a day. At least for the next couple months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, wait, <laughs> Dorit, PK, how did we get here? Um, sheltered, not us. <laughs> you and I are both self-made women. <laughs> yes. I know that has nothing to do with it. I just felt like tossing that in there <laughs> just oh my to, God. Give, to give ourselves a compliment, but yeah. I think Kyle is going to like see all the backlash. I'm interested to see wh- I'm just interested to see like I think what'll be good is that like everybody's in piecemeal situations mm-hmm. like there's no huge alliance and like we're all bashing one person because it's like Kyle's probably still on ca- team Kathy but Rena may not be team Kathy although that was like a whole fiasco that I don't even want to get into because it was stupid with the social yeah. media. I think like people should just not be allowed to do cryptic social media stories because they don't mean anything period like they just don't crystal does a lot of them oh aquarius sun scorpio moon she thinks she's such a mystery 
Oof. You're really fucking hot. <laughs> you, you met an old man when you were young and hot and he married you and now you're going to have to watch The Lion King for the rest of the time. <laughs> like he could have at least done Hercules. I could watch that forever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, I can't. That's There's only so many times I can watch me pass pull off the cliff. Okay. I, I, think I think that's why I never went back to Lion King is like all the sad ones with the animals. I can't like I couldn't yeah. watch even as a child I was like I have to block out emotion and so I gave up on Lion King a long time ago um but I do love I just can't wait to be king yeah it's such a jam okay so so <laughs> moving on from Lion King. City should we do that one yeah so explain the, explain the post because I just saw it like in a corner once but I didn't like look at it closely oh I mean the post has needs no explanation it's Meredith and Heather with yeah. Jen in New York for her pre-trial. Um, yeah. <laughs> Heather, I would expect. Meredith. I'm very interested to see how Meredith um, spins this because she spent like, I like went back to watch some, like one of the episodes I had on my iTunes and it was mm-hmm. like, she was just like, she has like defamed people. And like, you know, she just like went into right. this weird, like, old south of the accent even though she's from chicago and lives in salt lake city and so it's just like i'm yeah the head thing is a thing you're right you did it very well too bad this is an audio medium (laughs) but like that really you're you're giving what that was Um, yeah yeah she i'm just so interested to see how she spins this all of a sudden she's like well innocent until proven guilty you know like she's just gonna (laughs) And also, you know, I thought and about it's so it. So bad, like she know, might actually I be guilty, but I'm facts. And um, so at this point in time, I'm just going to support her. You know, I'm just going to be the friend that she needs, and we'll just see what happens. Because at that's least that's my Meredith impression. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Cher Horowitz, but okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, at least Heather was very honest in that Watch What Happens Live, where she's like, "We don't know if she's guilty or not, but I'm just going to be her friend." You yeah. know, like. That was kind of like a take. It's like, I'm just going to be friends with my criminal friend. But I like that she was like, I'm not here to deny anything. I'm just here to be her friend. Yeah. Which is like actually pretty good, shockingly. So, I mean, moving on from that, well, we can segue because Heather's in New York right now, but rumor is that she's going to Thailand. It's coming out. So, I mean, she's jetting off to Thailand because there was a picture of Alexia. No, was it Mary? No, it was Alexia on a private plane and Mary said, see you soon. And then Marisol? Said, yeah, Marisol, my bad. Okay. I was like, Mary Cosby's going to Thailand? No way. I just got low-key excited. That's why I was like, <laughs> I was like, bring me down, bring me down. Cause I know it's not my girl, Mary. I'm Cosby. You would have to make sure she took a mannequin. Women. Um, but yeah. And then Marisol said, see you soon. And then someone said, um, our like ultimate girl strip three. And she said like, she had this emoji. Yeah, it's going to be like Alexia and Marisol from Miami, Whitney and Heather from, where are they from? Salt Lake City. <laughs> Tinsley and Leah from New York. Mm-hmm. And then was it Giselle and Karen? From, no. no, Giselle and Candace. <gasps> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, but, you no. know, I feel like oh, if, no. I feel like if Jen wasn't in trouble, she would be perfect for Ultimate Girl Strip 3. Yeah. Heather, if like Jen that would be a better trouble, match. That shit would be lit. Like, can you I imagine want to Jen, Jen and Candace? Candace? Yeah, yes. Because this cast, I'm, I, I just see, see like nails right flying and weaves flying. 
yeah, because this, this cast right now, I can't see. Like, I can't visualize them together and them having a good good time, yet also drama. Like, I, I can't see it yet, so. This group? Yeah. Oh, I can, but I know this is fucked up to say, but, like, I feel like there's going to be, like, a cultural divide mm. because they picked the whitest white women. Yeah. And then they picked, like, Latinx women and Black women. You know what I mean? Like, not that the other casts aren't mixed, but like Whitney, Heather, Tinsley, and Leah. I think Leah would get along with with Leah all can get it a little bit, but like she's not that down. You know what I mean? It's not that she's against. She's just not as down ass bitch as she thinks she is. Do you know what mm, I'm saying? I can see that. She just thinks she is because she went to jail once. Like, congrats. <laughs> so did a lot of other white people. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then and then of course, like the Marisol, Alexia is interesting because like they're Cuban and they're white. And so like, there's a little, you know, colorism energy. So I don't think, like, I don't think that anyone's calling each other slurs or anything, but I just think there's going to be a lot of misunderstandings because I don't, you know, cause Heather's also like Aaliyah, like kind of down. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like she's aware, but mm, I'm concerned about the Whitney and Tinsley of it all with like a Giselle and a Candace. Yeah. Tinsley worrisome. Leah, she'll be able to get along, I think. Because Tinsley is technically from our neck of the woods right here. So originally yeah. she's an 804 girl. So yeah. Crazy. You know, that money. <laughs> yeah. Plantation money, you know? So but yeah, um, we'll see how it goes. Worries. I don't really have hope. I mean, right now I don't see it. I just don't see it right now. I'm but. excited for the location. Um, yeah, Thailand. Because I think everyone will be actually fairly adventurous. Like, I think maybe Tinsley and Marisol will bond over not wanting to do anything. Like, they seem like the kind that are going to opt out of activities. But I feel like Alexia is a down woman. And I feel like, like we said, Leah will try anything. Uh, Heather will try anything. Whitney's, like, very semi-athletic. I think Giselle Giselle will try anything, yeah. Giselle, did you see that clip from, like, a Potomac filming where she was trying to dance? (laughs) someone was like auntie legs and hips and body 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 i was like oh Gigi, love you um i'm I'm interested to see who candace bonds with because that's my favorite part of the girls trip episodes is like or the series is like when you see unexpected bonds yeah and you're just like huh that would have never happened if they didn't do this. It does freak me out though that Alexia and Teresa vaguely look alike and have like parallel lives. lives they of, like, do. This permanent drama all the time. And both Torrens, I think. Um, just so weird. They do look alike in that picture. I was like, whoa. Yeah, I mean, that's also like what plastic surgery is about. But mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, if you Filler look at, goal. if it weren't for the different races, like Jen Shaw, Meredith Marks and Heather Gay all look, like they have the same face it's like a pop funko doll you know where it's like all the same shapes but just different colors yeah <laughs> so box square face Sunday. oh i didn't even mean the shape i just meant like it's that square I mean, color kind face. of the square face but also yeah it's that square color face Ugh. also i'm in the now in my rewatch of the oc i'm in the emily gina era and whew, times were tough in orange county I'm on season 12 where Vicky, I think I was on that season last time, but I'm actually at the part now where Vicky <laughs> went to the hospital 
and then came back and drank till 4 a.m. Yeah. And no one wanted to go to the hospital. They wanted to eat. And but Kelly they were right. It's like we're taking shifts. We're taking shifts. Because she and listen to me, like if they can shift again, I'm gonna fight them. <laughs> the only way that Megan King was tolerable that season was because I knew she'd be gone. I was yeah. Like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah, that one's the best though. Wait till you get to the reunion because like literally Tamara and Vicky say all the worst things to each other, and then it ends with the little three-way hug and um Shan's gobble wobble <laughs> in the picture. Oh no. I was like, no wonder she went and got that lift because that's a traumatizing angle. Okay, <laughs> listen, would listen, y'all choices, that's fine. I respect and love everybody's bodies, but like if that happens to me, just know I will surgically remove it. Because I, I am in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. No question <laughs> about this it. This is the season where like Vicky gets it done and Gina goes, You got rid of your gobble wobble. <laughs> It's like, Gina, ew. <laughs> I accidentally sang something and I was doing like my fake Jill voice today. And I was like, I gotta get out of this, get out of this habit. But I just love her so much. Um, shall we do? What do you want to do first? Let's, yeah, let's do snooze first. So we are still watching this series called Real Housewives of Dubai. <laughs> that has let us down tremendously. <laughs> Um, it was called piping tea with a hint of peach. And I said, that's a mouthful. Like just say featuring Phaedra would have been a better (laughs) um, episode title. Guest starring Phaedra. Or they could have said piping peach tea. True. Uh, Hire us. We'll write your titles. Yeah. (laughs) No problem. Um, I loved Brooks's little pink dress when they met up for tea, like her little fringy pink dress. Mm -hmm. They were doing that thing again, like that everyone's been complaining about how like they edit Dubai differently, but I'm like, it's fine. Like we need variety. I don't want all my shows to feel the same because otherwise, why am I watching them? Um, Phaedra, I think is just so happy that they've let her back on Bravo. She's like, I'm going to get on every show they'll let me. Like she's so, so happy to be there. Not shadow banned anymore. I'm back. (laughs) Not shadow banned (laughs) from Bravo. Yeah, that that was a true pause. They were like, once we've reached the statute of limitations for international accusations of rape, yeah, uh, we'll let you back. Dorinda, like, that's how you do a pause, okay? You really yeah, that's a pause. Is you don't have to keep telling people you're on pause. Yeah, you just know. <sighs> yeah, Andy, Andy gives you a wink and says one day, okay. Um, Andy is blocking during those phone calls now. <laughs> right, sure. we're gonna get sued by Candy. We needed to wait a few, like you said, statutory. Yeah, they were like, once the statute of limitations, yeah, statute reached, of limitations, we're going to move it right along. That's what you can call it, <laughs> the statute of limitations yeah. episode. <laughs> Free legal advice. Um, but yeah, she and Brooks Kiki, so that like Brooks can intro Phaedra into this group. It was interesting. It's like, are they going to have her move to Dubai? It's all very like, it feels very random, but I think it was just to get viewers. And yeah, because she wasn't really incorporated in the actual like meat of the episode too much, like at least the scenes. Yeah. They just brought her into like the tea with Brooks and then at the end at the ski slope. Yeah. Um, I fast forwarded through Lisa's family and the goat because I like feel bad for the goat. I'm like concerned about animal abuse. And so I just like don't want to feel like I'm partaking in it. So I fast forwarded. Well, I don't feel like they were abusing the goat. They actually love the goat. And she even said that um, 
And then the goat cries at night that her husband goes down and like comforts the goat. Oh, good. He's like, that makes you feel like, better. Damn, like you're supposed to be comforting me. And in the middle of the night, you're going down and comforting <laughs> the goat. <laughs> and all the kids are like, no, we don't want him to go. Please, we don't want her to go. And so, so do you think they're keeping it? I don't know. I would not want to keep a goat. That's I wouldn't either. So that's why I got sad. I just didn't want to see it go away. So I just fast forward. They were going to send it back to the farm, like where it came from. Oh God. It'll probably, you know, no, I think it was like a, actually, I mean, like a sanctuary. Farm. Yeah. Hopefully it was a sanctuary. Oh, hashtag praying for that goat. Also rich called Sanbury a 50 year old influencer. And, um, that Ooh, he read that bitch to film. He Phil. read also- her. Like, I feel like the first episode, I was like, oh, he's hot. And then, like, the more we see him, I'm like, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Yeah. He's giving, he's giving, like, cool whip, you know? <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. That's <laughs> just, like, the energy. It looks great. And oh, look, like, it. it's just, like, smooth and white, but not satisfying, you know? <laughs> I need that real deal. I need the heavy whipping cream. Okay. <laughs> New terms. White, but not the real deal. All right. Yeah, not satisfactory. But I was weak when he read Stanbury with that. Because yeah. I am just like, I am sad that she's a flop. Like when she was doing her solo scene with Sergio and like the, like I think it was before Chanel got there in the sun, I was just like, She's so boring. Like I have to go, I've still never seen Ladies of London. So I feel like maybe if there's a drought in Bravo content one week, we just like binge some of that. Yeah. Because people stand her and like from the clips I've seen, it seemed like she was entertaining Uh, or like the gifs I've seen or whatever. But like, she's literally go girl, give us nothing. She's giving nothing. She has an attitude and she is awful to Sergio. Like, I do not mm-hmm. like the way she talks to him, the way that she deals with him. And he's yeah, just, I'm just like, so why are you with him? They're yeah. giving me, they're giving me like Kim K and Pete because like, I know everyone thinks that that's like now the surprise true love. But I think I've said this to you before is like, they just make me think that like, they probably hang out and they're both on their phones the whole time. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they probably had sex a total of three times in this like year that they've been dating. And they just go and like take pictures of each other and like just want the story. You know what I mean? Like they just I don't want even the- feel that way about Stanberry and and Sergio. I feel like Stanberry didn't really want to get married. Like that that's clear. She says she didn't want to get married. Mm-hmm. Like that if it was her choice, he would be older and all of this. So then it's like, why be with him? Like there's so many and different also, why block him from the life that he he must really want to be with her then. Yeah. And he just looks so sad, like when she was just like. I don't want to have like, you know, I didn't want to get married. Like, I don't want to sit with your family on like, was it there? Like the, the that was, rehearsal. she was getting a little too much with all that. So like, like they're going to be asleep, like, and pass out yeah. at the table. And he, you could tell he just like wanted to set it off. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I mean, I, I think seen advice was, he wanted to cry. I was like, oh my God, I feel so bad for him. Yeah. I'm like very, I I'm really liking Chanel a little bit more now. Mm-hmm. Um, although I'm very annoyed every time she calls Stanbury old because they're literally a year apart. I've Googled it. Like, you're calling yourself old then because y'all are the same age. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought it was, like, very um, good to know about, like, uh, Stanbury with the boarding school because I feel mm-hmm. like that informs a ton. It's like she never mm-hmm. learned how to make, like, 
stable emotional connections. Um, not family like, oriented, again, not emotional, nothing. Yeah, it's kind of like the royal family basically is like how she grew up. I think she would know some too. So that makes sense. And yeah. so she's like devoid of all humanity. <laughs> and so, so is that too much? Devoid of all humanity. It's a strong <laughs> statement. I, I was thinking about like Prince William and like Prince Harry and like how Megan scammed her way into Harry's life. Sorry. <laughs> as you should black queen as you should i know i know she was doing it for the greater populace and for our people um i can say our people like kelly not Dodd. the greater populace what are <laughs> listen i've had Lord a lot of sushi of and the, the rice is the weighing greater me down. populace and <laughs> the rice from the sushi is weighing me down so like as it's processing those carbohydrates like my brain is really short-circuiting <laughs> um, <laughs> Anywho, getting with very fancy words. That's because we went to a fancy college, India. They wish. Um, and then when Chanel's at dinner and she was talking, they were both talking about how they don't want to have babies because of their vaginas. And Sergio was like, "It hurts." I was like, "Baby boy, like, oh, you're where so have young. you been? I wonder if he's even seen Caroline's." Vagina. How old is he? He's 27, I think. Okay. Or 28. Oh, such a baby. But girl, by then, you still don't know. No one's told your mom didn't tell you, and you guys are so close. Right. No, never. <laughs> she you don't know anyone who was pregnant? No. And then not a friend. Um, I keep wanting to call Chanel Kenya because she's from Kenya. <laughs> but uh <laughs> when Chanel said that she's one of 30 siblings, it reminded me of my grand uh my grandfather in Puerto Rico because he's one of 24 siblings oh and gosh, it's the same story insane. where like 12 of them were with my great-grandfather and my great-grandmother and then I don't know how it was explained it was kind of like how she was talking it's like there was this other woman that it was like acceptable for him to start procreating with this woman even though he was still married to my great-grandmother and so then he had 12 children with that lady and then that lady died in childbirth with the last kid. And so then my great grandma raised all of her kids too, willingly. And they're all 24 pals. Most of the 24 are dead because- I mean, obviously <laughs> My grandfather, I, I let Arturo rest. I don't invoke his name every time I see a domino, but I'll try. Um, <laughs> Oh god! But like when people are like amazed, I'm like, yo. And then when Sarah later said like her parents are cousins, my grandfather's brother married his cousin. So, wait, Sarah's parents are cousins? Yes, she said this when uh, when she brought Nina over. But we'll get to it when that happens. What? Right. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, you know what, the culture because same, <laughs> like, and also that couple is like my grandfather's brother and his cousin that's his wife they're both very nice I actually very much enjoy them <laughs> but that was the countryside you know I mean yeah that's why I don't even bat an eye at any gentleman in Puerto Rico because I could be related to them <laughs> I mean for real <laughs> like think about 24 people who all gave birth to hella kids mm-hmm. and then more kids from there it just populated the entire island I'm pretty sure I'm related to like a quarter of the island. And that's like why my pheromones don't go off when I see people. I'm like, <laughs> no, <"Nope>, fam. <laughs> As Alana said, up in the club, we all fam. 
I miss that though. Oh. Um, yeah. So I thought it was cute that Chanel like went to have like that Chanel and Stanbury tried. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like for Stanbury to succeed and like be on the next season, like she really needs to like get involved and not in this weird way. I wonder if she also like, again, this is not an ageist thing or a sexist thing, but this is a real thing is like, maybe she's going through menopause early. And cause like, again, the hormones, they get, they get off the track and people start to act out maddeningly. And I just so, think that she's living a fake life and she I, thinks that this is what she wants and she really doesn't. I, I think she doesn't know what she wants. Like, again, like I'm very glad that we learned about the boarding school thing because that to me informs so much. Like she's so childish. She's like trying to be a child now because she wasn't as a kid. She's very cold and off-putting and rude. But then she like, but then she's like, I want to party with my friends. And then I was like on our Instagram account and like she was just like posting all these weird things like being on a slide and running with her kid and you know like things that just seem like you're 45 like and again my cousin's 45 or 44 and she's like very young at heart like I wouldn't be like you can't do this Mm -hmm. but it's in that way where it doesn't seem like she's like comfortable in her skin like in her age you know what I'm saying I could get that um so then we see like Nina goes to Sarah's house and Sarah's pushing the whole my culture thing that sounds so fucking rude, but you know what I'm saying? Like, she's again just like letting us know that she's the most traditional, <laughs> non traditional. I know I'm really, I'm really off the rails tonight, everybody. I'm so sorry. But like, you know when it just feels overly produced? Like, it just doesn't feel natural when she's saying stuff. Oh, I love learning about her. I know you do, because you fall prey to the scammers. <laughs> um, she just gives me full scammer energy now. Like, when her dad was talking about her, like, selling the candies on the street and shit, I was like, Oh, so she is a scammer because like she's trying to scam us with this persona. Too. I did that too. I I made pictures and sold them outside my house, and I was like five years old, five five or six. No, I don't think it's the same. I used to sell Girl Scout cookies. Well, everyone did that. I used to sell Avon, so I used my when I was maybe like. 10 or 11 like my mom made an Avon account and she was like well I don't want to sell anything do you want to and I said yeah I'll make some money and so I would sell stuff like with Avon and then she would just like order it and then I would like get the money okay facilitator for sure well I just like I'm not saying that her life isn't real but I just feel like she's it's just like the whole point of these shows is that people are trying to sell us on their lives. I get that. But like, if you're not, if you're not good enough at finessing, I can just like, it feels like I can see like the ends of the picture frame. You know what I mean? Like I can see the canvas on the back. Like it doesn't feel effortless. Like Nina, who I thought I wasn't going to like at first. Cause like Stamber, I thought she was boring. Um, I'm actually kind of liking that we are learning about her just like very little by little. And like, so far everything we've seen from her is just like this is my life you know what I mean like it's not yeah. particularly interesting but it's more real in my opinion like I thought it was very interesting when we learned about um like her parents are refugees and like mm-hmm. all this stuff and so it kind of explains like okay so she very much like does want to have all this nice stuff because she knows what it's like to be without completely um, but at least she's very like aware and tries to be grateful, even if like it comes off like a little superficial time to time. You know what I mean? Like I think she still has like very humble roots deep down somewhere. Oh, I I mean I With I do agree. Bed. Like I do like that they're peeling back Nina's layers finally. But I like Sarah. I like her family. I like that her dad. She said is very like 
non-traditional and open and then her mom is a traditional one and that's how she like got the blend of the two and she gets to choose and her she generation didn't gets say to say anything like we don't know if that's true like it gives me lie energy I was like okay your dad may be progressive for like an Emirati like how progressive is that compared to the western world do you know what I'm saying yeah but I like her I like her I know I know what you fall prey to so I don't think that she's fake. I just think that she is a little put on. I do think that she has like planned out like, okay, so this is what I want to do for this scene. Like I want to take her to my family's house. Yeah, like she's a businesswoman. So she's like just over-marketing herself, you know? Sorry, I don't mean to keep taking off. But I do. But I I like her. I think that she is genuine. But yes, I do think that she puts on, like puts herself out there a lot. Meaning like, okay, like plans as a planner like all right i want to do this scene i want to take them to my family's house i want to explain this about myself i want to explain this about this i want to explain this about that like she has a very if she laid out script of what she wants to be on tv but yeah. I, I need a little more that unscripted energy yeah. i see more unscripted energy yeah i feel that um because like that always just like resonates more with me um also like she needed to put some lip gloss on or something because that's the thing about when you blow your lips up and you don't have makeup on when she was driving that car i was like you could see the duck it looked it did not look good yeah it was a lot of a lot it looked of, like she got stung by a bee i said anthony bridgerton ain't gonna suck that venom out of your mouth girl you better put some <laughs> lip gloss on asap rocky oh oh just that <laughs> visual of him sucking anything i approve oof Jonathan Bailey, if you want to come on our podcast, we at accept. any point in time, or if you just want to hang out with us at any point in time, we're here. <laughs> we love new friends, <laughs> but yeah, I would, I would have never guessed that I would like Nina, but I feel like I'm hoping that I'm not wrong. Cause I feel like every time I say I like someone they become evil. Um, cause I had hopes for Diana and look at that. Okay. I have the worst instincts. Um, I just hope that, like, I kind of like it. I like, you know, even though, like, her husband's super rich, he seems really sweet, too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just seems yeah. like, um, you know, like, she's not going to deny it. She's going to own where she's at. But I feel like she also just is, like, more subdued. You know what I mean? And she doesn't have to be, like, in the mix. She feels like she's going to be, like, a Robin or a Cynthia. Yeah, where, like, we'll She's going to keep the glue. We'll see. We'll definitely see. Um, then we see like Lisa and Chanel meet up for shopping and they just basically catch, catch up on gossip. But that's another one where like, I like Chanel, but we're pre-packaging too hard because like she loves to wear all these ridiculous outfits, right? And be like, I'm a fashion mm-hmm. model or whatever. And then she's like, takes off her shoes on the mall. And she's like, I love being barefoot. We all should go back to doing this. And it's like, so then why do you go to the trouble to be so, over- like, I know you can be both. Like I relate to that concept, but it just is like, chill out and oh, i'm just no. not a fan of taking your shoes off in public places mm, not in Especially the, at the mall not at a mall that's twelve thousand square feet million so many germs but yeah 12 million square feet 12 million i think so for real that was twelve thousand. no twelve thousand. that's small right <laughs> no, yeah they I have 1200 stores that's like 1200 stores that would be like a hundred square feet no 10 no a store is like a thousand square feet isn't it here what yeah would, that's what oh, i'm saying what like it's, what i said makes no sense i think it's 12 million okay i was like 
It's got to be twelve million. Is it? Yeah. It's the second largest mall in the world. Well, now this one says three point seven seven million square feet. So maybe it's grown. It's millions of square. Oh no! Here it is at. Over 12 million square feet, equivalent in size to more than 50 soccer fields. The Dubai Mall is the largest shopping mall, and this one says in the world. So maybe wow. now it's in the world. I wonder if Mall of America was the biggest. I love it there. How big is Mall of America? Let's see. You'd think they'd build the parking lot of America to build the <laughs> Mall of America. As if you didn't think I was going to squeeze in a quote. <laughs> my film dropped it gorgeous okay well while you look that up oh no no i've got it i've got it 4.87 million square feet oh wow that's really enough large. to fit seven yankee stadiums inside wow that's that's intense i love it there it's the best it refills me <laughs> my cup <laughs> um so then we get to like the ski slope day and so this is like a Brooks organized this event. Mm-hmm. There's an indoor ski slope. She invites Phaedra, Stanbury, and Lisa, but doesn't either they weren't available or she didn't invite Serenina Chanel, which is kind of interesting um, that she <laughs> set it up that way. I think she just wanted to invite Stanbury and Lisa, Lisa so that they could have drama. Be messy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally had PTSD watching this because I think I've said it before I tried to learn how to ski in Utah a few years ago and it went horribly wrong so I basically was like where Phaedra was just like on that flat surface practicing what it would feel like to ski and I never went down any hills (laughs) I refused they were like you can do it and I was like I'm sure I could but I won't and I just like went to the lodge and sat down I've never been skiing so it's uh I just don't enjoy the sensation of like your feet not stopping when your brain tells it to as quickly because like even when you do your little pizza with this um what are they called skis um it still takes a minute it's like a park a car break you know like it still takes a second for them to actually stop and then you just still feel the ground under you and it's a very disorienting sensation so like mm. no skis for me no um skateboards maybe roller skates definitely not blades um you know we're just gonna opt out of of those activities okay gotcha <laughs> um yeah it was a really tough time for me in january 2019 i don't really like to revisit it too often <laughs> but the the outfits are great <laughs> um also even though i'm not like you know how i feel about like the things with all the brands on it like the what do you call that like not monograms but it is monogram oh, okay like, but I did like Brooks's little beanie cape mm-hmm. combo of the Fendi because I love a beanie. Yeah. And then Lisa was also wearing Fendi, wasn't she? The like workout Hers was not outfit. cute, whatever it was. It was like a workout outfit. She should have returned to sender. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the rice. I'm blaming it on the sushi rice. Um, yeah. So she invited them. Like, Sanbury wasn't here for any of it. It was funny that she was very honest. She's like, I just wanted to meet Phaedra. She was like, I was here to network. <laughs> like, I wasn't actually here to ski. No, but I just, it, it's, she just, again, why are you here? Like, why are you here yeah. if you're going to be miserable? Like, you don't want to participate. You don't want to put on the outfit. She's like, no, I don't want to do that. And then it's like, I'm not going to ski. Like, I like I ski at all these places. Why would I want to be on a bunny hill? Like, also, 
Yeah, I don't blame her for that. I hate, like, as much as Sergio seems nice, I hate that he's always there. Yeah. Like, stay home, Sergio. There's got, there's something wrong with them. I don't know what it is. There has to be something wrong. Because she doesn't even want him there. No, it's, I, I can't, I don't understand it. I feel like it's, like, obligation at this point. Like, well, we're on TV. Like, let's just. <laughs> yeah. Get through this. Oh, yeah. I was weak. I already told you, Brooks is my favorite. I love when in her confessional, she was, like, whispering about the dick sucking mm-hmm. comment. I was just, she was sending me with her little ASMR uh, reenactment of everything. I love her. Messy, messy. She's so messy. Like, she knew what she was doing with this. Oh, yeah. And then Phaedra, um, when she asked Sergio how old he was, she's like, you married your son. And she goes, <laughs> it's okay. I like him young, too. Right. Yeah, it's a thing. Like, I can't decide if I find Sergio attractive or not. And I think it's because, like, probably physically, objectively he is. But, like, he just feels so much younger than 27 or 28. Yeah, I think he's That's attractive. only, like, four or five years younger than us. I think he's attractive, but I just feel so sorry for him. Like, he's a little bit of a pansy right now to me. Yeah, he also just, yeah, he seems like a crystal, like a sheltered. Yeah. Like, what is he been it just doing seems like, like he doesn't, like, he's not very outspoken. Like, he is outspoken, oh, but not at he doesn't all. stand yeah. up for himself when it comes to standing. Like, he has like, a lot of opinions, but he buries them. Right, because who, like. what, what man on earth would allow her to say, like, is ask another woman like i hope that she's sucking your dick tonight like what man would be yeah. like okay i'm gonna stand right here and take that like most men would at least walk away like oh, you're yeah. crazy i'm walking away mm-hmm. yeah they're messy i'm very interested in seeing how the wedding stuff goes Oof. tragic and then we close with chanel's birthday dinner um loved the little asian restaurant we know i love my asian food and the mm-hmm. themes so i was very into that um she literally like reminds me of my mother with Taj when she was like, I'm your best friend. My mom says that to me all the time. I'm like, oh no, you're you don't my need mom. Anybody else. I'm like, and when she was like, I wish we were born on the same day because I was supposed to be born the day after my mom. And so she was hoping that would be accidental twins. But then I chilled for an entire fucking week in that womb and said, I'm a Libra. And so her Virgo, her Virgo self could never recover. <laughs> disappointing since day one because technically <laughs> it was day eight for her jesus <laughs> yeah sorry vix love you girl she's my number one but she's not my best friend <laughs> oh no i'm sorry vicky i'm so sorry oh i love her though she's cute she sent me um she sent me a care package for my quote promotion even though it's like a lateral move she was like, congratulations on your promotion and sent me like a little purse and some shoes. That's very Aww, cute. that's very cute. Yeah, I liked it. So that was a success because sometimes it doesn't go as, as well as you would like. <laughs> yeah, but uh, um, when we were watching the dinner and everyone arriving, um, I also felt like, and in the show in general too, it feels like this. It feels sometimes like Lisa, oh, fuck all these names, Lisa, Chanel, Stanbury and Brooks are on one show and Sarah and Nina are on another show Mm -hmm. like the vibe the way they dress you know what I mean because like Sarah and Nina are just like very like you know classic um style you know conservative and yeah not even conservative is the reason why they seem different but just like 
they're not trying to do like quote hashtag looks like they're on Beverly Hills. Like the other four is like they've studied reality TV or like Stanbury have been on reality TV. So they're trying to give you what they think that they're supposed to be wearing. You know what I mean? So yeah. they're doing lots of dramatic looks and Nina and Sarah are like, we're just going to wear what's in our closet. <laughs> like we're fine. And so like both their energies and the fashions feel like different shows completely. Then um, I thought it was very cute. The husband and the son doing their toast for Chanel, but she's very lucky. They're both very kind and love her a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very cute. The son's speech was really cute. I know. Um, so yeah and then like you were talking about like um Caroline and Sergio were talking about the wedding like Nina was asking them and Nina was like you should be like a little bit more cooperative because it's like it's traditional to get married so like why not do other traditional things and that's when Caroline confesses she didn't want to get married she's just doing this for him and so that's awkward yeah and it's just like why are you even doing this like your ideals are different you're 20 years older than him you don't you're not a family oriented person like and you don't want to compromise so because differences cannot be be an issue if you compromise yeah to me it's crazy to be some to be a mother and i know like not all parents are the same but like it's crazy to be a mother and say like and i'm not family oriented yeah a mother of three yeah it's like yeah i'd love that if i were your kid thanks so much mom (laughs) and you can already tell too with the daughter like the daughter is just a lot like I think Caroline, you know, even though she had to be on her own as a kid, is like now much more childish. And so the daughter seems like she's a lot more mature for her mm-hmm. age already. Probably. Yeah, for sure. Like my mom is like never growing up. That's how it feels. And telling her mom, like, you know, giving her mom advice and stuff. It's like, yeah, it's Ugh. giving. Yeah. Older. It's cringe. With that, shall we go to like the best thing on earth? Yes, I mean, yeah, I'm ready to wake up again. Woo! Take that shot of caffeine. Not even a shot of espresso could help that show right now. It was, like, so hard to get through. I was was. just like, so guess what, guys? I'm sure we could talk plenty about Girls Trip, so if Dubai's another dad next week, we're just going to do a Girls Trip deep dive because we probably would anyway. Yeah, let's not Um, waste any time. (laughs) Let's use every minute um make it count folks make it count so we are like we enter the morning after like Dorinda drunkenly attacks Jill there was like 50 people in the confessional at the same time and Jill is like bawling her eyes out everyone's trying as Eva called it civil unrest um they're like trying to sweat everyone and like I am just like in awe not admiration in awe of like how Dorinda will just wake up the next morning and be like and that was yesterday yeah like she was like oh Alka-Seltzer never done me wrong I was like girl you were in the weeds last night and you just wake up like nothing happened she was like like, to you or to anybody else like you didn't just like time for a hot air balloon (laughs) and then I was just so sick of like Brandy was already being like I don't do heights my children need me I'm just like God will take you when he wants to take you so get in the balloon he'll find it he'll find a way to get you if today's your day <laughs> like you know like I hate when like if you don't want to do something that's fine but like when people just start doing the over dramatic claims like huh, this part scares me or like like everyone being like it needs to be tethered to the ground otherwise they wouldn't have done it I'm like oh. I would feel safer tethered to the ground actually because I also I mean not everyone a would feel safe but oh so, doing a hot air balloon and it just floating off 
to never never land oh, does not I'm sound good to me. i was like i'm ready to go to another state change I my wig change fly. my identity yeah i was like i want to fly and be free oh you know i'm i'm also another to the bluestone manor nightmare <laughs> never <laughs> never ever ever um but like jill is proving to us why she's like an a1 housewife because she was like starting to drop the breadcrumbs again with everybody she's like look at her like she's acting like nothing's wrong and i'm owed an apology and she was like already starting up and i was like yes jill let's get there Uh, she's Um, like a broken record but i get her i feel her but she's such a broken record yeah and then i was weak um when they were like finishing up the um hot air balloons and vicky was like psycho bitch came out again (laughs) it's like oh my god Vicky's just so happy that somebody else hates Dorinda as much as she does. Uh, I mean, because Dorinda is just like not nice. She's so mean. And I, love she's... How, I love how Vicky was like, her book should be make it not nice. It was like, good one, Vicky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So really good. That but like she gaslights. She she calls you a crybaby she... if you have emotions. Yeah, I was going to say, I hate how she ridicules other people's reactions. Yet all of her reactions are valid. That yeah. makes no sense. She can start slurring and pointing and yelling about unicorns or about dead children. But like, if anybody says anything and, or has a reaction to anything, it's like, why is it such a big deal? Because like right. she ridiculed Tamara for having a reaction. She ridiculed Jill. Like she just is so rude. And she did that to Tinsley too. And she made the joke about like Tinsley's turkey basting baby mm-hmm. in her last season of New York, which I found super dark sighted. Yeah. And then Tinsley got really sad. She's like, Oh my God, it's like not even that serious. It's called a joke. And it's like, that, there's some things you don't need to joke about. Yeah. Like we'll get to some parts later. I was like, Dorinda, you aren't a performer. Mm-mm. So enough with the sideshow act. Ugh. Um, I thought it was, I'm like turning on Eva too, because like, when um she went to Dorinda's room and was like, I just don't like talking about people in their house when they're not there. I was yeah, like, that was weird. Ass kisser. That was just that like, was weird. so dumb. And then of course Dorinda was like, I just feel like you're the voice of reason, Eva. And it's like whatever, because Eva's the only person who's not sick of your shit yet because you haven't turned on her. Like, please. And you wouldn't turn on her because you already know how like how girls in Atlanta would turn up or oh, yeah. just she, a culture you, would turn you up. Like, she hasn't put a finger on Eva or Phaedra. Nope. She knows. She, she knows, knows better. They, I think they all know better. That's why like I was talking about like girl trip three. I'm interested to see how people uh deal with Giselle and Candace. Yeah, the dynamics. Yeah. Um but yeah, Eva just a little little too much for me. It's a little too much for me. Um she, she's just like laying on thick. I'm now learning why because like again I've never been a devoted Atlanta watcher, but viewer watcher, wow. Um but I can tell like why she didn't gel with that group is because she's always just like acting like she's above it. Like she's like, this is too much. Like this is too negative. This is too, it's like, well, girl, there has to be something going on. It doesn't have to be girl strip level, but I know like that's how she also acted with all that. Yeah. Stuff. So it's like, this is why it didn't work for you. Like you have to cooperate. Um, that And I'm like, Eva, you weren't even there for the conversation that Jill and Dorinda had, because if you exactly. hear the way that Jill tried to like speak cordially to mm-hmm. Dorinda and Dorinda completely gaslit her and just made it seem like, what's the big deal? Like, honestly, Dorinda resembles, and this is pretty dark, but the way abusers do. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Abuser. Like, yeah, I abused you yesterday. So what? Oh, Get yeah. Over it. Like, 
what's what's going on absolutely like, and then new? she just pretends all nice the next day like she didn't just like rip you to shreds the night before right and, like, she's just like, i'm just trying to make everything perfect and maybe i just shouldn't and it's like no then no if, that's not what's happening at that's all that's not what's happening and that's if that's the way you feel then maybe you shouldn't <laughs> like yeah like right. just, she just can never be and that was like always an argument about her in the reunions would be like she can never be she can't hold herself accountable for anything she ever does wrong right you know what i mean like it's never like she never admits it she'll just be like i'm sorry that we got into a fight but she will never admit like what she did was wrong right, right. i loved um like again jill's coming back with like her little her plot so the thing is jill plots but she's a finesser versus a sarah like mm-hmm. she knows how to start building a story slowly and so i love that in her confessional she was like and people say this all the time, and I do agree, like, it's not that Dorinda's an alcoholic, but Dorinda and alcohol don't go together. And so I love when she was like, a lot of this comes with drinking, and I don't know what time of day it starts. I was like, oh, drop <sighs> a little moment right there. And then, like, obviously, like, they don't really say what the fight is about, you know what I mean? Because it's very much like it's not about filming. It's not about the show. I was trying to like think about it and it's something to do I feel like with their core identities as people mm. because they were both Mrs. Somebody but in different ways so like you know Jill said it before that like Dorinda liked being Mrs. Medley and she liked being like the lady of the house with the husband who did all the stuff yeah and so, like when he died she didn't know how it's like similar in that sheltered thing like we're talking about Crystal so I think Dorinda was like a sheltered type like she was in that fucking Berserkshire's till she was like in her mid-20s and then she met the first husband that um is Hannah's dad and then she was with Richard and then Richard died and she was like I don't know how to be a grown-up by myself yeah and so because she's still like you know she's always with the mom and she's always in you know like the fucking red line in and all that stuff you know what I mean like she's never really let go of being a child and then I think for Jill like Jill I think was like an independent woman before she met Bobby like I think she worked as an adult before she met Bobby and did her mm-hmm. own stuff and so like she was Mrs. Zarin but like she always had her own identity still you know what I mean like we saw her on early New York like she was always Jill Zarin and Bobby was her husband she wasn't like right. attached to him and so I think they both like don't re- like they both kind of like look at each other sideways because they don't relate to each other's identity and it's like Jill was still like working the whole time. Like she had her fabric store with Bobby. She had her own stuff without him. And I thought it was also really cruel that like Dorinda, like you seen the flashback, put her on blast for like her relationship with Gary mm-hmm. a few weeks after Bobby died. Cause I'm like, people, like again, you don't get to decide how people grieve. Dorinda also knew John before Richard died and started dating John very soon after. And also like there's rumors afloat that like, she and Richard were not on a good page before he got sick. And then when he got sick, she stayed with him. So yeah, you just don't know. I feel like they know all of those dark things about each other. And so they either because they both know too much about each other and just don't respect. I think they just like fundamentally don't respect each other. Yeah. All those kind of things. But I think that Dorinda hits lower, but below the belt. Like Jill is trying to like, keep it wrapped up because she knows it's not fair to like assess people for that reason but Dorinda just keeps wanting to like stick the dagger yeah and and that's like what's wrong with Dorinda is like she doesn't know how to like one pick her battles obviously she's gotten into a fight with everybody every single night of this show so far because she fought with Vicky night one Brandy night two Tamara day three and now Jill night four 
And she just thinks that she's better than than Joe. And that that's the thing is, yeah, is like she definitely just like keeps thinking she's better than her. Um, and it's just dark. So they go to like, they go into town. Tamara's like, we have to escape the haunted manor, which she's not wrong. Menopause manor. <laughs> oh, and then um, they go like, they go to like some little store that they get cocktails and then they got sat in an alleyway. And I was yeah. just like, is this COVID? Is this New England? Like, this is so ugly. Lunch in the alleyway. <laughs> I, like, even before Phaedra said something, I was like, this is ugly as fuck. Like, did y'all just not have any space anywhere? Did y'all just want to put them privately? Don't have a I guess it was room? just easier to film. Like, maybe that place just has that bar and like two to four people booths. Yeah. So they had to find somewhere they could sit all of them together. Maybe. It was just but it was weird. fucking ugly. It was almost really as bad as Sutton's uh, mucky yard <laughs> at her housewarming. That was ratchet. And Sutton walking in her fuzzy slippers in the mud. I was like, you don't have respect for anything. Like, that's disgusting. Yeah, no, she'll just buy a new pair. Like, that's what I figured too, which, you know, grates me because wastefulness. But yeah, so they're in the alleyway and Brandy does what Rena usually is in charge of going, let's play a game where I ask a question. And I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> and then it turned out to be cute. I was weak because she was like, when's the last time you're in love? And Taylor was like, wow, that's a benign question for you. I'm very <laughs> proud of you. And then we find out Phaedra is currently in love. And when they ask how they met, she said, not on this camera, which again, statute of limitations. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Probably that person is out of prison. <laughs> and so they, they have to win. I'm sorry, that was me. <laughs> I do wonder who yeah. it is, though. But it's probably like a Tyrone energy, you know? So yeah, cool. I'm like, who is it? You can't say his name yet. It's Jamal Bryant. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I'm kidding. She She's like... She was linked to him, wasn't she? Yeah, but she was on Watch What Happens Live, and she said that's not true. Mm. She said it wasn't him. She said that she still doesn't know who the Mr. Chocolate is. She's like, I don't know who Mr. Chocolate is. That's like <laughs> not a true story. Um... Also, they like briefly, you know, like because Vicky mentioned she was like dumped or whatever. And because we're rewatching OC, there's something like that doesn't sit right with me that like Tamara hated Brooks, but she loves to bring up Brooks. Like she loves to tell everybody all the time that Vicky is in love with Brooks or was still in love with Brooks. And it's like, in love with his penis. He's a bad person. Like, don't bring him up and like rile her up again. Yeah. Like, that's not being a good friend. If someone did that to me with like an ex that bought, like really bothered me or I had a really hard time with I'd literally be like shut the fuck up or I will punch you but to another and just playing devil's advocate to another extent it's kind of like Tamara and Brooks had so many issues and maybe because I'm watching season 12 where Tamara and Vicky are literally like crying over it and like yeah Tamara being like you chose him over me like and I was trying to just help you and I knew he was lying and all of this stuff and like there was so much tension in their friendship because of Brooks that I think maybe now Tamara's also like okay I can be a supportive friend and put my feelings aside about Brooks and have a real conversation with you about the fact that you miss him or your relationship with him was so much different than your relationship with Steve and like you were getting dicked down all day every day and now oh I was weak when Brandy was like she was a hundred percent getting that D okay. <laughs> obviously like bad boy d um i mean i almost said dirty dick but not dirty dick we don't like dirty dick but like <laughs> i mean brooks doesn't look clean so no i mean brooks was probably dirty but i'm not saying i enjoyed dirty dick i'm just saying um but bad boy dick doesn't sound as catchy problematic yeah. dick 
Mm, no. Dick Van Dyke. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we love to get Dick Van Dyke down. Dick Van Dyke down. Um, I don't know. <laughs> we need to move on. We need to move on. I know what you're saying. Like she's she's trying to like. She, I, I think she can always talk about it. I just, I just wish she would stop bringing it up because yeah, it's, it's in the past and you know it's harmful to your friend and like don't put those thoughts in your friend's head. Right, like that they that, also- that's the best is gonna get. I also screamed that like um, either Tamara or Vicky said he was attractive and Brandy goes, no, he was not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still, listen, I'm still team Brandy this series. Like the way that people are fucking with her is too much. It is. Um, She's going to snap. She, I mean, she she almost snapped snapped tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Also, I'm weak that everyone knows that Vicky's a freak because again, we're rewatching all these seasons. Yeah. Proving it. Also, she always was like, she was already always flirting with the men's. She was like, Don who? my husband disgusting which makes me sad because like i always loved don so like i just i'm like tamara i'm like oh i wish they would just work it out because he was always so funny when they were together yeah he was a nice little comedic relief so hearts to don um (laughs) but yeah i'm like it's not a secret that vicky is a freak like anybody who's like I don't want to talk about that. It's because they have a lot to say, actually. But they're just... Okay. They don't trust the audience. Always the ones. M- minus Candy. <laughs> I, oh. Well, I agree with... um, Who is it? Was it Kenya or Marlo that was like, she keeps talking about it and she's not giving Todd any lately. Ooh. I mean, that's the energy I get. <laughs> I mean, I feel like she's a freak, but I don't know about her frequency. I don't know about the frequency <laughs> of the freak. Frequency, that's the title. <laughs> What's your freak <laughs> Freak hyphen quincy. <laughs> SOS. Oh. oh fucking ass. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Oh, <laughs> candelicious. Candy coated nights. Not as many for Mr. Todd. Um <laughs> Candy coated nights. Can you more hair care? Can you more hair care? <laughs> the song of all of our dreams. Um, also, Brandy released her quote rap song today, and it's very. Um... No, please play a portion <laughs> for my earway. Copyrights. Hold on. Don't play more <laughs> than like ten seconds. <laughs> yeah, you look that up for us, and then you just make sure you don't do more than whatever that is legally. I think it's 10 seconds. That's life. Money, fame, that's the game. Life of a housewife. I think that's enough. <laughs> that was more than enough. Money, sounds, fame, that's the game. It sounds like Willy Wonka in the Charlotte Factory when he's like, what's that song where it's like, I'm going to take you to a magical place? Like, it's giving that. Money, fame, that's the game. Housewife. But look at us, we're already singing it. It's now Housewives on the Island, baby. Welcome to the island. Island, baby. They better have a song for Thailand. They should have made this a song for They would have been like Bienvenidos on Thailand, baby. That's the game. Well, they should have done something for Girl Strip too, which would be like murder. Uh, I was going to pick out the words, but they were offensive. Um, but I was just trying to think of different crimes. Like, they should have done something like spooky season all year long. Bluestone Manor. Can't go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. That was amazing. 
Thank you. That was just, that was almost as good as life of a housewife. Um, I love that when they get back to Bluestone Manor for their little pool moment, Joel calls Gloria because I love my Gloria. I wake up and it's Yom Kippur. And then I wake up and it's Passover. <laughs> I love when, uh, when um, Jill was like talking about Dorinda being mean and she was like, I really hope to never run into her. She would have an extraordinarily bad day. <laughs> I was just like, Gloria. The Gloria dramatics. Would take her cane and like popped her in the ass. The dramatics. Um, and then it was cute. Like Jill got flowers from Gary and I was weak or not weak. I was like offended on her behalf when Eva said my husband never sends me flowers. I, I was know. like, why would you admit that on camera? <laughs> I was like, why are you with him? Oh, no, my husband wouldn't get me flowers. And she said it so proud. Like, do you just not like flowers? Well, I don't think she was proud. I think she just was like, oh, that wouldn't ever be him. Like, she was like, it's definitely not for me. But I was just like, how <laughs> sad. Mm, tragic. What are you I'm talking like, about? what kind of men in this world? Not nice. <laughs> um, and then we had like our little fourth wall break yet again. But I can't remember what they were talking about because I didn't care. But uh, they were just talking about like the show. Oh, because Jill was like, I'd like to be a friend of. Because she says she doesn't want to be in the lead drama stories. But she just wants to like be back on. Yeah. So that was but... interesting to hear. And yeah, then, but I'm then like... Keep Asterinda arrives. And she's like, I heat at the pool. I've never done this before. And I was like, ew. Like, I hate when people who have money complain about spending money. But then I'm also like, and you're not spending it because production's paying for it. But then I'm also oh, yeah. like, okay, what if you want to get into the pool when it's cold outside? You wouldn't heat it? What well, do you no, mean she you said, that, she said that you should be a little afraid when you hop in the water. She thinks it's like vigorous. No. <laughs> no. Big risk. That's no. white people no, thank you. Not for us. For sure. And so sure. then they go to dinner at Redline in Dorinda's former workplace. And um, I loved Brandy's dress. Like, that's the thing about Brandy's, like, because she's all long and skinny. She can just wear those shapes. I know she's dresses. so cute. I know. And that looked like a that looked like a dress that was probably from like mid aughts that she held on to because it's just like come back round. You know what I mean? Yeah. I really liked it. Okay, so Eva is like, what's a good New England meal here? And Dorinda goes, are you guys ready for it? And literally nobody asked. And she starts doing her server bit, like pretending she used to be. And it's just like, you know, those kids who thought that they were going to be an actor when they grew up and they never mm-hmm. auditioned for the school play. And then they're surprised that they're not actors. That's yeah. <laughs> like didn't even participate, didn't paint a set did an audition for a thing and then she's like i should be famous again which is the reason they're all on this tv show she's truly a bloodhound for the camera but not in a good way like it's just so desperate and it's just so cringe and when she was doing the bit i was just like you just saw everybody staring at her like we're waiting for you to finish yeah it's a little too much it was it was way too much it was way way too much um, I think my favorite part though was uh, when the server came out and she was like, do you guys still do like homemade blue cheese dressing? And he was like, we don't have blue cheese dressing on the menu. <laughs> I, was I was like, like you're a fraud. <laughs> a fraud. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I was like, that's so embarrassing. And then this dinner was so weird because like, it was like the dinner of like, we're just going to randomly 
bring up accusations of the past and rehash them. And the first one was Brandy asking Vicky if she really had that threesome that Lori accused her of. Which was so weird to me. Like, was this so was so long week. ago. Like, what are we talking about? Dorinda just got found, like, exposed for claiming there was blue cheese and there wasn't, which, thank God, I hate blue cheese. And then she's like, <laughs> by the way, Vicky, did was that threesome real, like, five years ago? What'd you think? And then the, everybody was talking about whether or not they'd do threesomes. And I was like, I, none of y'all would. Please shut up. Like, I think Brandy said she did at the end of her marriage to try and salvage it, which choices. Yeah, but at least she tried something. <laughs> she tried harder than her husband did. Okay, he was already That's out the sure. door. Yikes. Already out the door. Yeah, I remember this girl. <laughs> this is so dumb. Like, this girl I used to be friends with in high school. Um, she, quote, supposedly had a threesome with, like, another one of our girlfriends and this guy in our school. And then she was having a bad time at prom because like either her date ditched her or she wasn't having fun with them or whatever. And the other girl was there with her current boyfriend who was like a little more conservative. And the one girl just like kept being like, did you know we had a threesome last year? Did you know we had a threesome last year? And I was like, first of all, we were all 16. Like, do you guys just stand in a room naked and stare at each other? You didn't have a threesome, (laughs) calm down. And so whenever people bring up threesomes, I think of like trashy Yorktown people. Shout out for that. Did you have a threesome in the bathroom? I was going to sound like <laughs> coke in the bathroom. I was like, are you asking me? Like, what is going on? Did I? <laughs> Did I have a threesome in the bathroom? <laughs> can't recall. Can't recall. And then I was weak. Phaedra's an- answer is my favorite, which I'll use moving forward, is um, it only takes two to tango. No extra ingredients necessary. <laughs> I was like, come on, recipe, little cookbook, Phaedra Parks. <laughs> oh, and then they sit down for dinner. And I swear to you that Dorinda's looking for any reason to talk about her pause to make it clear to everybody that everybody else was fired and she was put on pause. I was like, shut up. And I love that Brandy was like, you two and who's the other one? Taylor are like all in competition to like get back on. Yeah, for sure. And she's not wrong. And then... Dorinda starts talking about her quote work and dedication, like in regards to her being on a reality show. And it's like, shut the fuck up. Congrats that you like showed up to have a camera in front of you while you look made an ass of yourself for the past five or six years and blacked out on Bravo's dime. That's work and dedication. I just I just am sick of Dorinda. <laughs> like, it's just too much. And it's, again, giving I'm better than you. And the way that she outed or tried to out Jill, like, I was actually proud of Jill for, like, standing up for yeah. herself in the sense of, like, just putting her in her place. Because Dorinda oh, yeah. tried so hard to put her in her place. First of all, her starting with, I brought a beautiful woman to strip for us from Queens. I'm like, okay, what is this? <clears throat> Anything. That was so weird. That was so weird to say. And then she's like, you know, you haven't worked for eight years or something. And I'm like, that was really weird. Cause I'm like, again, she has a business. Like she does work. Actually. Right. She probably works more than Dorinda ever did. Right. And she then Jill's like, you're no longer on the show either. So and she's like, well, I'm paused. And she's like, mm, are you hmm. like, 
Yeah. And then that's when Dorinda was like, well, even if I'm not like paused or whatever. And it's like, you were just so proud of that word when that's, yeah. you're only like showing that you should be paused. Like you're doing probably the exact opposite that, of what you are trying to do or accomplish. He probably only said that so that she wouldn't like set his apartment and the Watch What Happened Live studio on fire. Because she knows where both of those are located. Right. Like, he's probably <laughs> afraid of her. Like that's probably why Candace hasn't been paused ever because he's also afraid that Candace will send someone to his home with like, um, but I'm just like, even if you were paused, like they they were trying to give you a break just to evaluate, assess, like gain some perspective, heal, and come back and do better because you were really great the first few seasons. But now the season's just showing that you should be paused indefinitely, fired, not come back. Until you go to rehab. You are unbearable. And then Jill, again, alluding to Dorinda being thirsty by like with the drinking, like... You call me thirsty. Mm, okay. I was like, ooh. And then yeah. the fact that Dorinda's like, you're jealous. Like, and then mentions the whole Gary thing. So and then it's like, you were asking them to film Bobby's funeral. And it's like, she's, and then like, that's so dark. And it's like, is it? Dur- Joe's a big part of the show. She wanted to celebrate Bobby and have it I, on TV. Like, I don't think that that's and, so bad. And like, they got into semantics, like in the dinner. And also Joel got into semantics in her interviews. But I think Jill was correct because they didn't go inside the funeral. I don't think. No. Filmed it outside. So, and that's what she said too. Is like they didn't go in. Like, so they were both misinterpreting what they were saying with like filming Bobby's funeral. Like Jill was taking it as like the service. Yeah. And Dorinda just meant the day. And it's like, I just like this is so dark to say, but I almost feel like it's like she probably would have done the same thing if like Richard had passed while the show was on. You're telling me she wouldn't have done something right outside or like, you know, Alexia met up with the other woman after her mom died um, after that funeral service on Miami too. So like, what's so wrong with that? And like you said, um, Bobby was like such a huge part of the show. It's kind of like him and Greg Leakes and stuff like that, where it's like, even if they're not the cast member, like they had a significant impact on the series and like fans, like, want to see that yeah and on top of that like bethany and joe were going through their own little moment and so them having a moment on tv made people happy like exactly i don't see why Dorinda needed to bring that up on camera if you want to talk about jealous she was jealous of that that people craved that even after 10 years because i because you Dorinda just seems like one of those people that it's like i have it now and i don't want to share it yeah. And it's like and other people can't have good things. Right. And it's like, so you didn't want to film with Jill and Luann. I mean, Jill and Luann from the Halloween party because of what? What was your I reasoning? Love, I love how she said I wasn't drinking. And then they literally pulled up the clip where she said, I'm going to go get another drink. It's like, girl, stop lying. And exactly. Then, Why would Ramona say, are you drunk? If she didn't really smell alcohol in your breath. The saddest part is that like, she probably doesn't even remember that. That's what's really crazy. <laughs> And so she just has her moments. And then, like, I'll never forget. I think it was, like, the tequila trip with Bethany, like, the Mexico one. Mm-hmm. She, like, blacked out and said a bunch of horrible things to Bethany. And Bethany was, like, that's literally my worst fear is, like, that people who I have close around me, like, secretly hate me for my successes. And, like, that is true about Dorinda. Like, Dorinda has never had something that, like, she's built on her own. Like, she's proud of this home that belonged to her husband that she decorates and redecorates. And so she like 
can't have that happiness for other people. And it's just super dark. It's just too much. And I'm, I'm just over it. Like it's like they say, like unhappy people can't be around happy people. Not at all. And hurt it's people hurt people. Just very annoying. Yeah. And so yeah, I was I like can never be with under in the side now after she like invoked Bobby's funeral because I love my Bobby, and that was wrong. And Jill did too. Love like, my Bobby. Never like weaponized. Like they kept saying that she weaponized death, and that never happened ever. And so it's just kind of weird. And then um, Taylor then decides to bring up like an irrelevant argument about how like Brandy came and ruined a successful Beverly Hills show. And that was just kind of weird. And then I agree with Brandy that she was saying like Taylor was trying to have her TV moment. Because it just didn't make any sense. Like, Taylor, what the fuck are you talking about? You're talking about something from 10 years ago. Brandy said that her and Adrian have talked about it. They're friends. They they have conversations. Cinnamon stick in a successful pot of water. What are you talking about? You're literally just trying to have a moment. Yeah. And I think it's also weird that she's like suddenly wanting to lunge across the table all the time. Like, since when has Taylor been that person? I mean, she was that person. That's why she has a cat meme. She does this. It's like this pause, like, ooh, yeah. wind up. It's weird. It's, it's so very, weird. Like, yeah, and then, like, I don't know if it's because of her new face, but, like, I can't tell that she's drunk, but Joel said something about how she can't hold her liquor. And sometimes I get annoyed when people who, are like, choose to be sober always have to make comments about other people's drinking. But in both the uh, Dorinda and Taylor cases, she's right. But I'm like, don't make it a thing, though, to just, like, everyone yeah. and about drinking. And again, Taylor doing this whole Dorinda thing. It's like, did they exchange energy? Because Taylor's saying, like, we were six successful, classy women, and then mm-hmm. you joined. It's like, what are you saying right now? Like, and then Dorinda telling Brandy she was the one night stand. Like, she oh, does God. one night stands just to make it on TV. I'm like, wow. Like, can you blame well, Brandy for snapping? Yeah, Brandy hits below the belt, but. Well, what Dorinda did, what happened is that brandy like people were getting confused because like these other cast members don't get that brandy came on the show before russell died and so when she said were you successful because your husband and she didn't get to like nobody finished that sentence but taylor was having a bad marriage with russell season one this is before like season at the end of season two is when he took his life so she was saying like was your marriage successful season one because she came on in season two and everyone took it to be a reference to his suicide. And they were like, you can't um, weaponize death or talk about death. But then Dorinda, what did you say um, that she said about Brandy? Um, the like one night stands or whatever. And then- Yeah, she, the one night stand thing. And then she said like um, something about her son dying. She was like, what if your son died? And then like you were getting the kind of moment like, it was more serious than the Eileen Erica one because she literally was saying like, and then your son dies like versus right. Eileen was saying in a magical world, like it's not like somebody did this. Um, and so it was just like super fucked up. And I don't blame Brandy for wanting to go off the rails on her because I would have just socked her in the fucking face in that moment. And so like, don't ever bring me back on the show. Yeah, no, that was just too much. Like, like, I just, I mean, and Dorinda, again, 
everyone at least is like, oh no, Dorinda, like please don't bring up someone else's kids. Like, please don't bring up someone else's kid. Like, I am actually proud of Brandy for restraining herself to the extent of knowing what she needed to get the fuck up and walk away. Like both mm-hmm. times, like I need to get up. This is too much. I can't deal with this. Like, mm-hmm. like no. And then uh, what's her name? Dorinda's dumbass. Like went and followed her out there after Brandy had already removed herself from the situation. Also, I'm weak that Phaedra was telling telling Brandy, like, she's old enough to be your mom. Like, you can't argue with her. And then Brandy's like, we're only five years apart. <laughs> that is like, Ooh. that sucks for Dorinda. I, the Ooh. bartender was weak. She went, oh, my God, my, my mistake. <laughs> and even the bartender, like, covered his mouth and was giggling. It was so good. Right. Like, um, oh, God. But, yeah, like, Dorinda, I've just, like, had... I've just had it with her. It's, it's too there's, much. There's no redeeming her at this point. No. Nope. Like, now I'm firmly team Brandy because I'm not saying that Brandy doesn't fuck up, but Brandy owns everything she says. Mm-hmm. And there is like some rationale deep down versus Dorinda just like lets things like fly out of her mouth. And she does mean harm. Like she is malicious when she does it. Mm-hmm. And you see her smile like the fucking Joker. Yes. She's so and malicious and she knows like exactly that. what she's doing. She knows exactly what impact it's going to have. Brandy just blurts it out. Like, she doesn't... Brandy's a space cadet. Yeah, literally a space cadet. Whereas Dorinda is calculating and, like you said, malicious. And so she knows what she's saying at all times. Yeah. And doesn't give a fuck. I hate that we don't get previews on Peacock shows. I know. Because I just want to see Brandy go off on Dorinda. I, like, would love if she just threw Dorinda down a river. Like, I'm just so sick of it. Yeah, and hopefully, hopefully the peacock people have learned we're never doing this in someone's home again. Nope, go somewhere remote where like everyone has to party. Because I'm sure, like, imagine Dorinda in Thailand. She wouldn't want to do half the activities. She's only like insistent on people doing the activities because it's at her house and her choices. Exactly, not her choices, but she has to claim they are because of the show. And she wants to be hostess with the mostess. Yeah, Joel made a lot of good points when she was like, "You're not a good host. Like, you made your guests feel like trash." Like, and that's not what a good host does. Yeah. No, Jill, like, came in with the points. I'm, like, ready to rewatch um, seasons one through four of Roni again because of her. And I haven't touched them in a minute because I used to burn through those way too much. I know. I, I kind of want to rewatch them, too. That was on my list. I don't know. I just really want to chill this weekend. I think I'm going to barbecue tomorrow. Something chill. I want to do drag race. I might just flip-flop between, like. Just start with season two. Season one is too much to try and get through. Gotcha. Only Murders in the Building came back, but I'm waiting on that until I think it's over with so I can just binge it because I love that. There's this new show on Hulu. I'm a sucker for a corny, cheesy rom-com, How I Met Your Father. Love it. Oh, I love How I Met Your There's a show called Maggie. I don't know if you ever watched Four Weddings and a Funeral, Um, the show that Mindy Kaling did. I don't know if it's coming back, but one of the girls is on it and she's a psychic and like she predicted that she was going to marry or be with be in love with this guy and then mm-hmm. keeps having visions of them not together like her with someone else like it's good yeah so i saw the trailer i saw the it's trailer cute, yeah. it's cheesy it's easy to watch i love shows like that so yeah i love her um a lot and then yeah four weddings and a funeral is just like a limited series cuz it's like a reboot of a movie yeah also, I watched Sleepless in Seattle for the first time. What'd you the think? Day. Love. Okay, so I have to admit, I didn't finish it. I fell asleep. <laughs> so 
<laughs> Wait, so how do you love it if you don't know? I love what I watched. Oh my god, this girl. It was so corny and cheesy, and I was like, okay, I need to finish this movie, but I fell asleep. Yeah. So I'm going to finish that at some point, probably this weekend, too, because I literally, minus work, don't want to do watch, anything. You should watch this movie with Sandra Bullock called While You Were Sleeping. Um, I think it's on Disney Plus, and it's a rom-com as well, and it's, like, super deranged, but, like, the con- the story is super deranged, but it's really cute. It's, like, she works, like, at a metro station in Chicago, and she has a crush on, you know, Peter Gallagher, Sandy Cohen mm-hmm. from the OC? So she has a crush on him. And like, she just knows him as this guy who like passes through like for his train every day. And then something happens where like he falls off the train tracks or something and hits his head. And then she like goes to save him because she's like, he's so hot. And then um, he's in a coma and somehow she like lets people think that she's his fiance despite there being no ring. And so then she meets like his whole family while he's in a coma, but then she falls in love with his brother who thinks she's engaged to him right <laughs> that makes sense right yeah a mess <laughs> and it's set during christmas time so it's both a rom-com and a christmas film oh maybe i'll add it to my christmas list yeah but christmas, in, christmas july. in july yeah hallmark is doing christmas in july so so it's hbo <laughs> oh that's probably better honestly i don't know <laughs> my, my building took away lifetime from my cable package and i'm livid because they have the better christmas movies oh my gosh more reasons more reasons i know um sexism, sexism is i watched 90 day fiance on lifetime oh, no 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 oh, that comes on tlc i watched married at first sight that comes on lifetime yeah and lifetime plays old Grey's anatomy in the mornings mm-hmm. <laughs> okay <laughs> and now we've done you lost me <laughs> no. and now we have broken away um i guess with that everybody follow us on instagram and twitter at pop of color pod as pretty podcast. easy pretty simple hope everyone has a great weekend and we will catch you guys next week zoom 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 <laughs> bye bye <laughs>